Hello. We're going to get started in just a moment. We're waiting for um, two people from ZPay to join the stage, and then we'll get started. Uh, ZPay is a fintech app in Ghana, and uh, for African tech news, what we're doing is we're highlighting uh, different uh, startups and companies uh, throughout the continent of Africa. So we'll get started in just a moment. Uh, again, we're just waiting for our two guests from ZPay to uh, get into the app. Hopefully the wait won't be too long. And I'll start pinging some more people in the room. Ah, there we go. Perfect. All right. And I think we're waiting for one more person. Hello? Hello. And, and are we still waiting for Felicity to join? No, Felicity is here. Felicity. Yeah, she's here. Oh, okay. You're sitting next to each other. I thought she was going to join on the app. <laughs> um. Yes. No, no, no. We're sitting next to each other. All right, perfect. So thank you so much for joining. Uh, Owaku, I don't know if you want to go ahead and do the introduction uh, for ZPay. Uh, before we do the introduction of ZPay, I'll just quickly explain what African Tech News is, and then you will uh, then you can go next. Um, so basically, African Tech News is here to basically highlight the different businesses uh, and startups uh, across uh, the continent of Africa, as well as uh, anyone in the diaspora. Uh, so it is a pretty much uh, an in inclusive space of everyone of African descent. Um, but today is episode two. Last week, we had a general discussion because um, for the whole month of July, we're focused primarily on fintech. And then also anyone can bring up any additional news. Uh, but I know in our last session, um, people were interested in uh, having uh, the businesses come and speak to us. <laughs> uh, so this gives us an opportunity uh, to meet uh, and see the faces of um, Africans in tech. And so, uh, Owaku, if you can go ahead and do the intro. Okay, good evening, everyone. This is Ghana time to so if anyone listened last week, I mentioned ZPay and Could You Go and some other companies. So this week we decided to bring you some folks from ZPay to talk about their business. So as an intro, ZPay is basically a fintech company that's into mobile money, remittances, micro insurance, domestic transfers, payments and termination of bank cards and mobile wallets. Um, when you go on their website, what they tell you is that they have three offices, they are in 23 countries, and they have over 1 million transactions done on their platform so far. Their um, partners are Vodafone, Vodacom, Access Bank, Clear Junction, TapTapSend, Mama Money, MoneyGram, ReaSend, Shell, Small World. It's a long list. So... 
this is basically in terms of a short intro. We have Moko and um, Felicity here with us who can also give us a better explanation of what they do. And then if we have any questions, we can follow up when they are done. So um, Moko, over to you. Hi. Yeah, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Moko and um can, sorry can everyone hear me yes we can hear you okay all right sure um, my name is moko and i'm the brand manager at zpay currently um i joined just last year end of last year and i've been here for about um eight months now um in my role we mainly work on marketing for zpay um at this point in time we're rolling out a campaign called shine your eye and um, in this campaign, what we really want to achieve is convert or yes, convert the brand from um, the freedom brand to the shine your eye brand. And um, what we're trying to say is before we were doing remittances, um, now we're doing remittance to wallets, which includes, which means we're doing remittance and mobile money. And we want the world to know this about us and to we want people to patronize these services. So yeah, that's um, my introduction. Felicity will also introduce herself. Felicity. Hi everyone, my name is Felicity Jambokchuk. Um, I've been at ZPay since 2017. I Today I work as a product manager for Mobile Money. In my stay with ZPay, I've worked in different roles, including the remittance team um, and the operations team as well. Moko has given a brief about our business. Um, yes, we do remittance to wallets. We have always done this since 2016. We partner with money transfer operators, like was mentioned. There's a long list of them that we work with. So we facilitate the transfers from abroad into Ghana and other parts of Africa, directly into mobile money wallets. Um, we have the Bank of Ghana has licensed us as an EMI today. And so we are terminating the remittances directly into CP Mobile Money Wireless Pakistan. All right, thank you very much. Um, so uh, why I suggested this company, I told the story of you acquiring the 51% stake in Mangui Mobile Money, which is in Zambia, and then the 7.9 million funding round that you completed. So, um, first of all, can you give us some detail into the 51% stake you acquired in Mangui? When you are done, then we can talk about the funding round and how significant that is for you. Um, hello. So, um, for us at ZP, as part of our growth strategy, we are expanding into Africa. For us, it's really an African story, not just um, a Ghanaian one. So we believe in the bigger, the larger Africa. So um, we're trying to achieve the same impact that we have been able to make in Ghana across Africa, bridging the last mile, which really is our mission and our passion. So um, we started with Zambia. The idea for Zambia release for us to be able to operate our solution-based wireless, which we are running in Ghana now. So we acquired Mangui to be able to do that as well. So it's just really part of our strategy to grow. 
and expand. So that will allow us also to issue wallets for the people in Zambia, terminate remittances into those wallets for our customers, and of course, allow them to enjoy the other services that our wallets provide, which tend to be a lot more solution-based, such as micro-insurance and then the likes of it. So really trying to solve a need for the customers, giving them a wallet and allowing everybody the ability to have a wallet, irrespective of the network they are on or the kind of device that they use. And um, to add on to that, um, yes, acquiring Mangui in Zambia was part of our strategy, our overall strategy for the year. And this is because we've, we've, we've gotten the playbook for Ghana down, right? And we want to expand into the southern parts of Africa. So we felt that Zambia would be one of the best places to start with. It's a small market and we can enter and make an impact. If we can do that well, then we have a playbook for south, south of Africa. And we can expand into other markets in that area as well. I had a quick question. Um, so for individuals who are not familiar with ZPay, can you kind of talk about what is the experience to get started? Uh, I'm not sure if the experience to uh, get started is different depending on where you're based in the world. Um, if that is the case, if you can provide the distinction between uh, how to get started based on where you are uh, and what you need to sign up for ZPay. Okay. Um, okay, so there'll be different um, angles to this question. So if I'm a person in Ghana who wants to sign up on ZPay, I simply need to pick up my phone and I'll start 270 hash, which is our short code. I can simply create a ZPay wallet for myself sitting in my home. All I need is a valid ID card. So when I dial the short code, I'll follow the prompt, provide my ID number, it will be validated and confirmed that indeed I'm a Ghanaian citizen. Then it will allow me to proceed to set up a CPA wallet. Now, when I have that CPA wallet, I can put money on it. I can pay cash at an agent point. I can transfer money from my bank into that wallet or from a third-party wallet into my CPA account. And I can use my wallet as I wish to. I can make transfers to other wallets, to bank accounts. I can buy airtime, I can pay utility, I can receive my remittances. There's a lot of things that I can do with it. Now, if I'm abroad and I want to send money to somebody in Ghana, then I need to locate one of ZP partners, for example, MoneyGram, um, Small World, Ria. And then when, I'm, when I select the receive option, I'll select mobile money and I'll select CPA as the channel and I'll key in the phone number of the recipient and they will receive their remittance immediately in Ghana. We also have B2B clients. So these are businesses or money transfer companies that are looking to terminate remittances digitally into Africa. So for those people also, we'll offer them our APIs would integrate and will offer them the ability to terminate into wallets across Africa. Thank you so much. Um, and oh, uh, you can go ahead. 
Yes. Um, also in Ghana, we 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 enable for businesses and some aggregators to be able to receive payments from their customers. So we have um, a bulk wallet API that will allow them to receive payments from all networks and even cards as well, and to make disbursements to same. Okay. Um. So right now, my next question would be on if there are any companies that are using your platform as sort of um, a, a way to pay their staff when it comes to wages and salaries and how easy you have done that to make things seamless as seamless as possible Um, yes, we do have businesses that are using our platform for that. This it's basically disbursements that they are doing. So um, a typical example will be the COVID-19 relief um, funds that were paid by the government to SMEs in Ghana. So we, we were the, or we are the payment partner for that project with NBSSI and MasterCard. So they are using that service to be able to disperse funds to over 20,000 Ghanaians. So it's the same platform that businesses use to make um, salaries payments to their staff and for paying other goods and services. All right. Um, so next one, the um, $7.5 million that you raised. Uh, how was it like? How was the process? First of all, I can you explain to us the process of raising debt? Then we can talk about any other questions that we may. say a little about this particular issue um we have worked so hard to make our business attractive to investors and the right kind of investors as such um we've been looking for the right partners to come on board to help us achieve all of our um goals okay so this particular invest in round that we have done I mean, it's important to know that it will be the Series A. So we have been operating the last five years on internally generated funds. So after our seed round, we haven't done any raise until recently, which will be the Series A round that we have done. So for us, it has really been um, an intentional move, work hard towards making our business very attractive and finding the right investment partner. So we have been very patient up to this stage and it was the right time. So we went ahead and we opened it up. I mean, today we have um, in capitalization at Central Bank. We hold, we, our licenses were 20, um, 20 million Ghana cities. And so it's been a lot of effort for us. We're also registered in the UK. We are an FCA licensed company. Of course, that also requires us to have certain commitments on that side. So for us, we, we are really striving to be 
to become a global icon. We want to become an icon in Africa and around the world. So that really has been the way we have pushed this. It's been very intentional. That is amazing. Um, I had a quick question, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, how big is your company um, for people who are interested to understand? Um, since you're at Series A, if you don't mind disclosing the range, uh, that would be really helpful. Um, and then once you uh, uh, answer that, I have another follow-up while we wait for Oraku to return. Okay, so... Um Directly, we, um, we employ staff of um, 50 to 80. 40 of this staff will be permanent. The remaining will be contract, you see. We are driven by a lot of tech, so we, we rely on digital to do a lot of our work and to handle a lot of our processing. So as we, as we grow and as we expand, when, the, when there's the need, especially since we are building a distribution for our mobile money business, then it requires that we would have some numbers come on board, but otherwise we rely strongly on tech. And so we employ about 50 to 80 staff strength at the moment. And then uh, real quick about ZPay. So when you look at um, expanding across uh, the continent. I was curious regarding what happens if you enter into a market that doesn't have high mobile money penetration. Do I understand correctly that ZPay uh, can accommodate different types of form of payments? Uh, did I misunderstand that? You did not. So we, we are able to accommodate different forms of payments. So, for example, Zimbabwe, which is one of our biggest markets, in Zimbabwe, the, the service that we are offering is a cash pickup service. So, people in Zimbabwe, when they are receiving remittances from abroad, they, they are very, very cash-driven. They like to have the hard cash. So, in Zimbabwe, we are paying out remittances in USD. So, the customers receive a text message. So, for us, really, all we need is a customer to, be able to have a phone, and be able to receive a text message because we'll notify them that they have received their remittance and this is how they can pick up their funds or this is how they can assess it. So we allow them, we, we, we present the option to the customer. So they decide I want it in my wallet, in my bank account, on my card, or just let me go to the banking hall or an agent point and get cash. So there's a different options that we allow the customers to assess their funds. Thank you. Um, and Araku, looks like you have uh, returned. Uh, do you have some additional questions? Um, yes. So in reading around, I saw a story about um, ZPA partnering US, UNCDF under the Green Project. The lead says ZPA will bring financial services to the last mile in Ashanti and Western regions. Thanks to the EU-funded project, boosting green employment and enterprise opportunities in Ghana in partnership with the United Nations. Um, I thought your services could be accessed nationwide. So this lead confused me a bit. Can you explain this partnership and if it means physical offices or you are now expanding yourself? 
Okay, so our service can be as it can be assessed nationwide. Now, this this particular one, UNCDF is UNCDF has had their project green ongoing for some time now, and their target areas has been the Ashanti and Western region. So, as part of um, a component of the project green, they are, they, we are trying to drive access to finance and also leverage that to do a lot of other things. So improving last mile access, which is them to letting people access their funds, give them the ability to be formally included in the financial ecosystem, participate in other financial services, such as microinsurance and savings, which we know will help them build a certain credit history and will put them in a certain in in the, in the in a good standing to be able to access loans. So SMEs, for example, will now be able to have a credit through individuals, a market woman who simply does their trade, as long as they are now owning a wallet and transacting, creating a trail of their financial history, will now be able to use that to access loans. So it's really part of a larger project that UNCDF is running, and their focus areas are under the project green is the Ashanti and Western regions. And here's the article that you read. Okay, all right. Um, that's understandable. Um, so my next question would be, if anyone is looking to partner your company, what are some of the opportunities? What are some of the space to be able to expand into? Um, so far as in terms of partnerships, I mean, we, we work with money transfer operators. We work with aggregators. We work with them. Um, marketplace providers or so e-commerce businesses basically everybody in the tech space who um, is looking to be able to have to provide payment gateway services to their clients so for us under the on fintech it's not it's not only about processing of transactions but we've got regulatory processes also that are very digital we have automated our compliance processes so Really, for us, we are looking to partner with every tech company, and we are looking for partnerships across the world. We are expanding rapidly across Africa into the francophone areas as well. So. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So. Another thing I want to know is, we know how exciting the fintech space is in Ghana. I would say it's one, arguably one of the biggest tech spaces in the country, if not the biggest. So I want to know what are the challenges you face when it comes to customers, policy makers, and then competition? Oh, 
okay for our customers i'll say one of the biggest issues might be sometimes in this industry would be the onboarding process for us we've tried to streamline this process as much as possible so we've done um self-onboarding we are we allow people to self-onboard so that um, that process is simpler and easier for them they don't have to walk into a brick and mortar building to get signed up to their to, or to use their mobile money wallets and that's one of the challenges that we've been able to um, address as a company um so let's still talk about the rest sorry what was the next question um i was asking for your challenges when it comes to policy makers the Policy makers, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's really regulators, right? So depending on the market that you are in and where the regulator is at, things could move faster for you or slow as a fintech. Now in Ghana, the regulator has been very supportive of the fintech ecosystem. I mean, today they have launched a, a regulatory sandbox, which they are allowing fintechs to come on board to participate. So once you have a product or a service, now the regulator is saying that come into our environment, let us understand your product so that we can go ahead and give you the necessary approval that you need. So the, the time when regulation was a major challenge, I believe that um, it's, it's, it's not too much of a challenge. And by saying that, I mean that the regulator has been very progressive with the ecosystem and has done so much to understand the space to the extent that it's even running the sandbox. So I'll say that regulation may be a challenge, but it's not so much of a challenge anymore. We have come to learn that the regulator really only just wants to be able to understand your business and support. So maybe some policies will take some time. Of course, it will go through a process. So maybe we are slow on accepting certain things, but we believe it's a matter of time. So we'll keep at it. We'll keep at it and we are sure that once the regulator understands and has enough information about innovations that are coming up in the fintech space, they'll be more open and the, the space will become a lot more exciting. Every day, day in, day out, the fintech space is getting more exciting. There's interesting innovations coming up. And so, yes, there has to be a lot of frameworks that will go out to be able to um, control that space as well as we are driving innovation rapidly. In addition to that, um, the fintech space is growing, but one of the challenges we face um, every day is other, other, other sectors linked to the fintech space. So, InsureTech, we also need that to grow so that people that are interested in this area, please feel welcome to join in, um, start something, start a business that's related to this. That could also help the FinTech space and even the, the space you're interested in grow. And RegTech, if you're interested in doing that, you, are, you should definitely come on board and do that in this in this country. Um, the, the, there are different parts of the business that are wide open for people to join in it's not just fintech that you can um, open or start your startup in so that's that's my comment to that
Um, okay, so I would then move to competitors. And my first one is you have some of your services being offered by the telcos like MTN, Vodafone, and NetLTGO. How easy is it working with these companies while at the same time having some of your services being offered by them? So is there any friction when it comes to those things? How do you handle those ones? And then also, how is compliance in general with these companies like? Well, in terms of competition, I'll say that it's, it's a very healthy competition right now. And we are we are striving and working towards, you know, being a major share, uh, market um, shareholder in the Ghanaian market. For us, it's very simple. We 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 know our target group, and so we don't we don't believe that we are competing with anyone for customers. Our target group has always been um, receivers of remittances, and so that is where we focus our strengths. It's what we understand. So we have we have built it from the send side, and we have come into the the receive side. Really, the receive side has always been our goal to be able to complete that access for the receiver of the remittance. So we have we, we understand the sender of the transaction and we understand the receiver and what they are looking at. So if you take our wireless and you look at it, we make them specially for the remittance receivers to the extent that in in our wireless we have something we call um, account types. So we'll create a special kind of wallet for our remittance receivers such that for them even their transactions their charges are not the same as a regular wallet user. So a regular person will probably be paying a 0.8% on their transactions. We charge 0.8% on their transfers. And a, a, a remittance receiver will be paying only 0.5% on um, their transfers and cash out. And it's capped at 5 CD. So for us, it's, we really have defined our target market and we're offering them solutions just for them. So we are very clear who our customers are, we, who our target group is, and they are the ones that we are focusing on, and they are the ones we are looking for. Okay, so next I will talk about the other aggregators who are And we have to go soon. Okay, okay. Um, so let me just ask this final, this one, and then I will ask for your final words. So you can okay. your final words after you answer this one. So sure. what I wanted to know is how the ecosystem is like for your for other companies that do similar things to what you do, and for you. So how is it like? Do you have any collaborations with such companies? Um, how those things are when you're done with that, then you can add your final word. Um, so for us, we are very big on partnerships. We we believe in partnerships as the way we have grown. So um, an ex a typical example of a partner for us would be Move. Today, riders of Uber uh, Move vehicles will pay for their rides. Um, via mobile money to 
an account to another mobile wallet, but this time it's it's a vehicle wallet they call it. So everybody's making payments to it. So we are partnering with Moves and we are offering them that platform to be able to digitize their um, their, their their processes. So they are receiving digital payments from customers. So Move from a central place is able to see every payment that customers are making to their drivers and be able to manage their business properly. So for us, we believe strongly in partnerships. We are not going to stop looking for partnerships. We will continue to grow. We believe in working with our partners to grow with them. So we don't we are not we don't shy away from small businesses that are seemingly smaller than us or anything of the sort. We believe that there's opportunity and we'll grow with them. We we'll always work with a partner to grow together. Okay, um, thank you very much. So as a way of saying goodbye, can you give us how anyone who wants to use your services can get access finally? And then if anyone wants to partner, how they can reach you guys as a way of saying goodbye to us? Okay, so if anyone wants to partner with us as CPA, um, you can visit our website. There's a lot of information there about what we do and who we are and our, our values, our value system. So you know whether your company is aligned with us or not. And you can also find our customer service representatives numbers under the website as well. So I think there's about two or three numbers there. Either of them work and you can reach us on those numbers. And you can also reach us by via email at info at myzpay.com. Again, that is info at myzpay.com. So um, if you send us an email, myself, Felicity, we're all on that email address. So we'll see that right away and respond to it. I think even our CEO is on that email as well. So he will, he might see us and respond. Um, please do that. You're welcome to do that if you're interested in working with ZPay as a fintech company. And yeah, thank you so much for inviting us to speak. Um, we really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you, Farah. Thank you for all those who came in to listen. And um, I hope you have a good rest of your session. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And for anyone that's uh, recently joined, uh, today we had uh, ZPay. If you, their website is myzpay.com. Uh, we had Morcor, who's the brand manager at ZPay, and Felicity, who's the product manager. Uh, and they came on. Uh, they um, have to go, but uh, the recording will be available uh, for later listen. Uh, we'll share it on uh, on, on our Twitter. Uh, so please do follow uh, African Tech News. Um, and so our goal is to uh, bring more exposure to African companies, whether they're on the continent or in the diaspora. Um, and in today's showcase, we focused on uh, fintech in Ghana uh, with ZPay, uh, but ZPay uh, raised a Series A round uh, and they have expanded into Zambia. Uh, and I believe they also have a pre presence in Zimbabwe. Uh, so they are a fintech solution that allows individuals to use mobile money to send funds, uh, but they can also receive funds 
funds internationally. So I really hope that we are able to showcase a new company that you may not have heard of, uh, but they're definitely uh, out there. Uh, if I if my memory is correct, they said they have about under a hundred. Um, individuals, a mixture of employees and staff. And so if you're looking for a position, I highly suggest going to their website or if you're looking to partner as well. Um, what I found very interesting as a recap to the discussion, uh, they talked a, a lot about the partnerships and how they use that to leverage their expansion in Ghana as well as uh, into other countries in, uh, in Africa. And what I found interesting is that they partnered directly uh, with the government of Ghana to actually provide the COVID relief there. Uh, and so they're making really big moves. Um, Owaku, did you have anything additional to add for anyone who wasn't uh, uh, wasn't able to listen to the entire discussion with Zipay? Um, I think the only thing that you didn't mention was the um, remittances from people who are outside Ghana coming in, and not just Ghana, any other African country. Apart from that, I think you covered everything. Um, ZPay, I've had a few conversations with some of the people there, and their services are um, very interesting. They have very some very nice people working there. One thing I can say is that they are very big on partnerships. They are really into that. So if there's anyone listening now or listening to the podcast, you just get on their website, myzpay.com, M-Y-Z-E-E-P-A-Y.com. Get in touch with them and you should be able to have any conversation you want with them. If you have any questions, you can just pop it there and they will surely answer. Their CEO, Andrew, is a very nice person. I'm sure he sometimes even gets into response to some of their emails. And it would be nice to, you know, we're going to wrap up um, at the uh, top of the hour. And so we have a little less than 15 minutes, uh, but it would be great to kind of get your opinion, Waku, on like, what does this mean uh, for uh, small businesses or individuals to have access to uh, this type of payment infrastructure? Because uh, I know, for example, uh, in my personal experience, uh, I didn't actually know about ZPay. So I, I was actually struggling to pay individuals um, that I had hired in Ghana, I made a bit of a naive thing where I hired them before I figured out the whole payroll situation. Um, and so I, I know that um, they touched on a, briefly that there are people that are using it for payroll. So that was very interesting. Um, and they also mentioned they accept all different types of payments. So in Zimbabwe, uh, since mobile money doesn't have such a high penetration and most people are really still using cash, that they're able to still accommodate for that. Uh, so it was, you know, it'd be interesting if you have a specific take, especially since uh, fintech is pretty hot right now in Ghana, as well as other countries, uh, what you think that means in terms of expanding services um, in the financial space for either individuals and businesses that are looking to uh, send funds across Africa? Uh, so basically, what we have is these um, partners that they work with, the international partners that they work with, are able to allow us here to get access to whatever we want from whether individuals or companies outside the country. So if you have ZPay, you don't 
necessarily have to get an external visa card because they have access to visa. So whatever you get, it's paid in there. If I have ZPay and my bank is connected to the platform, I can just connect my account to it and then everything goes through there. I know there are some people who make payments for some services, sometimes some fees. There are some um, funds, some, uh, what do I call them? Um, philanthropic organ um, groups in the country that use these ones to get their donations. There are some companies, as she said, who use the services of ZPay to get payments from their customers and also to distribute funds in whichever way that they want to. So it's a big thing. ZPay and all the other fintech companies that are into such aggregations really do well in making it as seamless as possible because if it's a smartphone, you have almost all of them have apps. They have their web pages being run very well and they are very secure. If it's, um, a, a, it's USSD that you need to let your service go through, their um, code is star 270 hash. Only thing is that one works in Ghana right now. I do not know if it works in the other African countries. So you get on there, all the services that are available on their app are also available by USSD. So whichever one you want to use, if you're outside the country, you just go get on whichever partner you want to work with, whichever partner of people you want to work with, and then you can get through. And if you, have, if you want to pay your workers very easily, you distribute the money whichever way you want to them through the partners and you're good to Yes, uh, this is really good to know. Um, and so we'll definitely wrap up. I don't know if you had anything additional you wanted to include in the discussion. Uh, but again, uh, for anyone that's recently joined, uh, we had earlier uh, ZPay, uh, one uh, of their brand managers and one of their uh, product managers. Um, and basically, ZPay is a fast growing fintech company based out of Ghana, uh, but is, is expanding across the continent. Uh, they recently raised a series a $7 million uh, round, um, and they have about 100 or less um, employees slash contractors. Um, and I believe they said they had something around like $20 million. Um, I'm not sure if that's like, uh, I, I don't know if they meant to say $20 million like assets, um, but they're doing well. <laughs> um, and so they offer, uh, they're basically a digital payments rail. So they offer mobile money, cards, ATM access, bank account access, digital tokens, money transfer. Uh, businesses can use it for payroll. Um, and again, they're an African company, but uh, people in the diaspora can also use that platform to send money into Africa. So it was a great discussion. Um, you know, African Tech News is the uh, second edition. Uh, the first one was last week. Uh, if you enjoy listening about uh, the latest tech news in Africa, and we do include the diaspora as well, please join us weekly on Tuesdays. Uh, we do have the timestamp in our club bio, so you can follow uh, our club. Um, and then our other presence is also on Twitter. So after each um, event, I'll go ahead and uh, type up everything that was discussed so you have access 
access to it. And the goal of African Tech News is to bring way more awareness uh, to people who are executing, who are of African descent. And so I really hope that this increases deal flow, meaning uh, we now know where we can uh, uh, buy services, like buy black. Um, but then also, if we're looking to invest as well, uh, we do now have more opportunities to learn about other companies to um, be more connected. So I don't know if anyone in the audience had any question. You're more than welcome to raise your hand and ask. Um, and if not, uh, Owaku, you can definitely... Oh, we do have somebody. So let me go ahead and bring you up. I've got a really quick question. Sure. So how are green uh, positioning themselves in the case of the disruption that's coming with blockchain? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, it's a bit, uh, the volume is a bit low. Did you say how do they position themselves uh, compared to like blockchain and cryptocurrency payments rail? Yes. Um, so, Iraqi, definitely chime in. Uh, if uh, I, I think they touched on this slightly, uh, but my impression um, with the two employees that came on uh, just a few minutes ago, it looks like they're very agnostic. So what they look to do is they plug into uh, different uh, financial uh, products and basically bring it as kind of like an uh, uh, exclusive package, right, to a specific person. Um, I did see they didn't go into much about the digital token aspect, uh, but it is listed as something that they use. Um, and so I actually found that very interesting uh, because, again, it looks like they're more uh, so being agnostic to provide more financial inclusive, uh, be more financially inclusive to whoever their customer is. Uh, Owaku, did you have anything to add um, in regards to blockchain um, and cryptocurrency? Um. As far as I know, ZPay hasn't stepped into the blockchain and cryptocurrency space yet. Um, right now, as they said, their biggest thing is the remittance space, which they are one of the biggest. So I haven't seen anything, I haven't heard anything from Andrew about them making way into the blockchain space yet. Thank you so much. Um, so, Oti, I hope I an we answered your question. Yeah. Um, but quick one. I will get in touch with either Moko or Andrew for more information. Then we can put that in the blog too. And then we can also post it on Twitter for anyone who wants more information. I'll definitely be interested in more information. Thanks. Uh, let me see if I'm following your Twitter. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll make sure to update it um, because after each episode, I do a quick write up and I'll share that write up and then I'll also uh, make the post on Twitter. So I'll make sure I left a note for myself. Um, uh, Marius, I hope I pronounced that right. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, did you have a question? Um, um, I just joined, so I, I don't know, know what's really going on. It looks like I'm following Otisu. I get notification anytime he speaks anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, okay. All right. Uh, no problem. Yeah. So uh, as a brief recap, uh, so we're African Tech News. Uh, we do this weekly. It's a casual uh, room setting uh, where we basically talk about uh, tech relating to uh, um, anyone African. So either in the content or the diaspora working on something uh, with the goal to increase deal flow. And when I say deal flow, basically uh, buy our, our own products, uh, learn, learn about other companies so we can invest in them. Uh, whatever it is, uh, just bring way more awareness. Um, and so for today, earlier, uh, we had two employees of ZPay actually talk about ZPay. Um, Owaku kind of led the discussion and was asking them questions. Um, and so we're pretty much coming to the close. And so we basically allowed anyone to raise their hand and ask any question. Um, and yeah, uh, that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, and the entire month of July, we are going to be kind of primarily focused on fintech. Uh, but it's important to note that we can talk about anything within the one hour uh, that we have. Um, and when we use the word tech, it can be it can mean a lot of things. So, for example, if a company is building a tractor trailer, that is technically technology. Uh, and so we're definitely open to speaking about um, anyone who's uh, a small business or a startup, um, even large businesses across Africa as well. So I hope that gives a brief overview. And so if there isn't anything else, we'll go ahead and shut down the room. Um, I'll leave a couple of seconds. Um, yeah. Owaku, did you have anything else to add? Um, no. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. I really had fun tonight. I'm looking forward to next week and whichever company we'll be bringing in to talk about. All right, perfect. Yeah, so I'm super excited uh, to go down this <laughs> uh, journey of learning uh, more about uh, what's going on in the continent and the diaspora when it comes to companies. Um, and so excited that we're able to uh, have people join. And so please follow the club if you like, um, and then you'll get notifications uh, when we do um, uh, more events. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Have a good rest of your night or day, wherever you are in the world. Bye, everyone.